Aloha, people of God. This is your brother, Mike Dillard, coming at you live and direct from Honolulu, Hawaii. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Fully Submitted Podcast with your host, me, Brother Mike. Hey, how's everybody today? Hope you're having a wonderful day, being blessed in the name of the Lord. Man, I got a, I got something good for y'all today. Something good. Man, man, we're going to get right in this, right in it. <clears throat> Hallelujah. This one is called The Great Bamboozle. The great bamboozle. And the scripture that we coming from today is 2 Corinthians 2.11. Lest Satan should get an advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. Amen, 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 right? We're not ignorant of his devices. Now, what I want to talk about here is how the enemy works. We're going to talk about the blessing. We're going to talk about the curse. We're going to talk about the enemy. We're going to talk about freedom. We're going to talk about deception, demonic, satanic deception, and self-deception. Mm, amen. We're going to get in it today. All right. All right. Let's do this. So check this out. We know that Jesus bore our sins on the cross. We we know this. We we quote this. We know that Jesus died for us and he became a curse for us, but what does that mean? Now I got to give a shout out to my brother prophet uh Eli Lasky. I heard him talking about something earlier about uh, about the 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 blessing of the of the firstborn and it just really that word triggered some things in me and man, it well first of all it was a confirmation. I woke up in the morning just uh, really heated and, and just lit about certain things in my life that did not align with the with the scripture, with the blessings. And I went to town. I went to war spiritually. And I understood in them moments that, you know what? What I was experiencing, it's not that it was residual from the curse. It was the curse of the law that I was not even up under, but because I didn't understand really that I was blessed. I didn't really understand what it meant to be blessed. Even though I was walking upright, man, this is this is live. This is real time here. Like I just got this word today. This happened today. Breakthroughs happening today. And I said, oh, oh, I see what's going on. I'm coming and I'm telling, right? I'm telling the body of Christ this. This message might be a little longer than usual, but it's all good. So listen, Jesus became a curse for us, right? My earlier message was talking about the, the, the system that's set up in place, right? The law, you know, the law of Deuteronomy 28, the law of blessings and the law of curses, which is still in effect, although a lot of people, including the church, say that it is not, but that is a lie from the pit of hell. It is. It is in effect, but check this out. Jesus took the curse. So for the Christians, we're not walking in curses. For many of us, now if you're in active sin, well, mm, as I always say, you need to repent, knock it off, okay? No time for playing games right now. This is the end times, there is no time you know, when we were younger, we did stuff and dumb stuff. It's like, ah, oh, I can repent. Hey, man, that grace is gone. We, we got, you got to stop that. 
right? It is time to repent. It been time. Repent, repent, repent. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. It is near, right? It's no time for foolishness. No more time for games. All right. So anyway, Jesus took the curse from us. <clears throat> I heard prophet Eli Lasky talking about this. And uh, it really blessed me. And I got to thinking. I got to praying and thinking afterward. That word just kept reverberating inside of me. It's, it's, it's explaining like, listen to this. This is what he said. This is what he said the Lord told him. Which I believe. The man is an accurate gift. But he was explaining how, uh, you know, Jesus walked out. He walked it out. He came down to earth and he became the things that he was not. He became poor he you know impoverished impoverished right he, he became sin he became all of these things for us he became the curse he took it off right why so that we could be something else that's what the brother said right i'm not trying to bite but i'm saying it. i'm giving credit what credit is due right this is the word from the lord it was true it's accurate i got set free up in this mug right listen <clears throat> jesus took the curse but jesus walked out so with the law, there's with the law, there's only punishment or there's blessing. Is the law of blessings? Is the law of curses, right? For disobedience. That, that, that's it. Jesus walked out the law perfectly. He, you know, he 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 won, so to speak. He walked it out. He's supposed to receive his blessings. Right? But instead of the blessings, he took the curse for us. And we get his portion. Jesus is the firstborn. There's a double portion of blessing on the firstborn. Right? And the blessing that, that he was supposed to receive, that is ours. So we don't have the curse. We don't have the curse. But because our minds believe that we've been conditioned about it and the church's been talking about it, how much the curse and the curse and the curse, right? Your mind believes it, and then we walk in these things, so we're accepting them. We're tolerating these things that the Bible says we don't even have anymore. Now, check this out. So, after I, after I received that word from the Lord, I kept meditating on it, meditating on it, praying about it, thinking about it. And man, something started building in me. Something fierce again started rising up in me. It's like, you know, it's the audacity of the enemy. Because what I'm understanding is that, wait a minute. See, when I was in active sin, these devils had a right to be there. But now I'm not in active sin, right? I'm walking uprightly before the Lord. And I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for these blessings. I'm like, man, Lord, where's this blessing? You, you said you sent it. You said you sent it. But see, what I understood, good God, what I understood in the moment. Jesus, I'm about to start screaming up in here. Hallelujah. What I understood in the moment was that I am blessed, but I had allowed certain things to be in my life. When I was in sin, yeah, they had a right to be there. But after that, the curse of the law is just sitting there. It's just sitting there. And it's still being enacted in my life, actively radiating the curses. Like I like I'm still like I'm walking in sin. These things was there. It's just sitting there. 
And unless you actively go to war and you say out loud, devil, the Lord rebuke you. I am not in agreement with the curses. The Lord rebuke you. I break these curses in the name of Jesus. I am up under the blessing. The Lord rebuke you. Right? I am not cursed. And what comes with the curse? Fear. Right? Fear. Poverty. Rejection. Sickness. Disease. Pestilence. Right? All of these things, they come with the curse. Right? Debt comes with the curse. Death comes with the curse. So as I begin to pray and as I begin to understand, like, wait a minute, these jokers are getting over on me. It's just sitting here. I'm looking at the status of certain things. And I'm like, what is going on? That's what happened this morning. I woke up. I said, you know what? I ain't going to be down. No, when I get up, I am up. I ain't going to be down no more. What is going on here? My God has told me that he sent it. He sent it. What is up? And, and I understood Now this was That's what I said Brother Eli's message Was confirmation Because I understood This morning It's like wait a minute It's the curse I, I've allowed this thing to, to be in my life and, 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 and I didn't Openly rebuke it And openly go to war Against this thing And, 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 and break it and, and, and say I'm not in agreement With this Right Get out In the name of Jesus And I, I, I rose up Right In fervor and I took it back in violence, in holy violence. I took what is mine. I booted that other stuff out and took what is mine. Then I heard the message through uh, Brother Eli. I prayed. And you know what? As I was praying and I was <coughs> looking over the, the little sticky notes on my wall where I have all the, 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 the uh, ideas and the goals and the dreams and the strategies that the Most High God has given unto me. Something stood out to me and I understood again. I said, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Because I prayed against poverty earlier. I, I came. I was not in agreement with poverty. I kicked that joker out. But then it occurred to me. Oh, no, no, no. You know what? There's something else. It's not poverty, but it hangs out. It's debt. D-E-B-T. Debt. Because I'm like, wait a minute. Debt is a part of the curse. There is no debt in heaven. You understand that? It is abundance. We are kingdom people. We are attached to Jesus Christ. The blessing that is on him. The blessing that he was supposed to get for walking out the law perfectly. It is now on us. And debt, Jesus paid every single debt when he was on the cross. Debt is a part of the curse. But we have been conditioned as Christians and not just American Christians, man. I'm talking about all over the world. We've been conditioned to accept these things because we've been tricked. We've been bamboozled. We've been had. We've been scammed. There is money. Imagine if you have one billion dollars. You found out that you had a very wealthy uncle or a family member and they they left you one billion United States dollars in your will but you have been living as a poor person or you was middle class and you were struggling to make ends meet barely keeping your head above water every single day and now you find out that somebody gave you money you, you just didn't know about it 
when you found out? Would you keep living the same life that you have been living? One of squalor, one of struggle, one of mediocrity? I don't think so. I don't think so. And if any of you tell me that you would, I'm gonna be like, uh, brother, you need to repent. Sister, you need to repent. Now you know you you know lying is a sin. Come on now, right? Come on now. You're not gonna live the same way. You just not. And why should you? Jesus died on the cross for you. Hallelujah. He took the he took the curse. You don't have to have it. I understand that now. I do. You don't have to have sickness. I'm telling you, you don't have to accept the sickness. Why? Because the sickness is a part of the curse. Don't listen to what the doctors tell you. I'm going to be bold and make that statement. Do not listen to what the doctors tell you. That's for the world. They are up under the curse. That is for them. That is not for you. If you are really a child of God, I'm telling you that is not for you. The devil has tricked you just like he tricked me. I've been wearing these eyeglasses all these years, right? Since I was in the fourth grade, I think that was 10 years old. I've been wearing these eyeglasses, going to the eye doctor. Oops, I mean the lie doctor. It's a lie. It's a lie. For people that are in the world, yeah, they need to go to the, the eye doctor. They need to go. They need to do these. But guess what? If you are a Christian, Jesus is your portion. You are healed. By his stripes, you are healed. See, I heard other people say it. I read it. I heard people preach about it. But see, now I know it's different. Now I know. I know, I know, I know. It wasn't some false name it or claim it doctrine. No, 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 no. It is true. I don't have to receive no sickness. I don't have to receive it. Your mind will tell you and, the, and the, the doctors and the medical community and people around you that are in the world and people around you that are Christians, but they've been deceived. They've been bamboozled. They're going to tell you, no, 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 you need to go to the doctor. You need to take the medicine. Man, when has a doctor ever healed anybody? Never, never. Doctors don't heal. If doctors could heal, then me and my, you know, I had that altercation with that woman many years ago, that doctor telling me that my daughter was going to be brain dead, retarded, or stillborn because she had basically been eating and drinking narcotics and alcohol and high levels of stress and no rest for nine months in the womb. But see, if doctors really did heal, then we and, me and that woman wouldn't have had that talk. Those words would have never come out of her mouth. And I never would have had to rebuke her nicely and tell her that no, Jesus has healed my child. My child is well. I ain't let her speak that death over my child. My baby girl is alive and well today. She is healthy, strong, intelligent, beautiful, resourceful, ambitious, funny, super funny, right? Talented, wonderful, loving, patient, loyal, kind, right? This person that they try to put death on. Oh no, oh no But see in that moment I didn't receive it But then in other areas of my life I received the lie But now I know better And I'm sounding the whistle I'm sounding the alarm I'm telling the body of Christ Why? Because I'm an evangelist And that's what evangelists do Man, we tell We spread the good news And you ain't gonna shut me up about it Don't write me and tell me Brother Dillard 
brother Mike, you know you wrong on this stuff. We should don't even bother wasting your time because I know what I know now. And just because you don't know, you ain't going to get me to change my mind. See, once you know, then you know. And if you don't know, if you if you are in doubt, that all that means, listen to me. All that means is that you just don't understand yet. Could it be, could it be that you're not as um, highfalutin as a Christian as you really think that you are? Could it be that the devil actually really did deceive you? I mean, after all, the Bible does say that even the elite would be deceived. That's what it says. Even the elite will be deceived. So if you fancy yourself as an elite in Christ, guess what? Even you, sir, even you, ma'am, can and will be deceived. And if you are not in agreement with what I'm saying, if you don't understand this, then you have already been deceived. I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. And now I'm going to share this with you. And then we're going we gonna, to we gonna close it down. Listen to this. So I started praying and I understood that there was something else hanging around that didn't belong. And I and I it, it smelled spiritually like it was poverty. But I'm like, it can't be poverty because I dealt with that thing earlier. I kicked that joker right out. Can't be poverty. Huh, what is it? And then it occurred to me, it's debt. It's debt. And I said, oh, I understood in my spirit. It's debt. I said, oh, you foul, unclean spirit, you lying joker. The Lord rebuke you. Get out. Get off of my finances. Get out of my house and my airspace. Get off of my family and my bloodline. You have no authority anymore in Jesus' name. Get out. I cast you into outer space in Jesus' name. And do you know what I heard? It was a thought. It was clear as day. Oh, no, 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 no. No, no. I, I tell you what it was. I tell you what happened. I, I was praying against. I was praying. And I, I was praying against like poverty and, and, and debt, but I didn't understand yet that it was that spirit of debt. Oh, that's what it was. I was praying against debt. And then after I prayed against debt, saying that I wasn't in agreement with debt, see, that still hadn't occurred to me yet that it was actually a spirit of debt. I was just thinking it was a part of the curse. But then I heard a thought and it was clear as day. And it said, it was fun while it lasted. And the thought occurred to me, why would I say, I mean, like, you know, like I almost, I heard the thought in my mind and then I almost said it because it was a thought. And I'm like, wait a minute, you know, bring every thought captive. The Bible says, I didn't let them words come out my mouth. I said, hold on. Uh, it was not fun. And then I understood the Holy Ghost quickened my quickened my spirit, and I understood it's the spirit of debt, and it was it was letting me know on its way out because I kicked it out. It was saying, "Oh well, it was fun while it lasted." In other words, this Joker has been blessed all this time, and he didn't understand that he is blessed and that he doesn't have to have debt. So I'm just going to keep hanging out here and inflicting debt in his life because he has accepted it. He is okay with it. Thus, I still have permission 
to stay in his life. Woo! When I understood that, then you know I really lit that joke up. Spirit of that. Get up, you know, out of the name of Jesus. Get out of here, right? Out, out, out. And I said, oh, okay. Oh, who else is hanging out here, Holy Ghost? Who else is hanging out here that ain't supposed to be here? Right? I went in my kitchen. I'm at my sink. I'm putting away some dishes. And then it seemed like I saw a very large roach run right at me. Not like an ordinary size roach. It was just a very quick imprint. And I was like, whoa, what is that? I just backed up. And then it was gone and I understood. I saw in the spirit and it was pestilence. I said, oh, pestilence. Oh no, you, I am not in agreement. See, I'm in, I'm in Hawaii. <clears throat> I'm in Hawaii and tropical places. Many people have said, well, you know, in tropical places, it's very difficult to get rid of roaches because they come in from the yard and this and that. They come in from outside. No matter how clean you clean it, they're going to be there. But see, now I understand that's a lie from the pit of hell. That's for people in the world. That is not for people in God. Why? Because in Psalm 91, it clearly talks about pestilence. I ain't got to have no pestilence. I cast it out in the name of Jesus. I came out of agreement with that thing. I broke that covenant. I, I, I basically uh, 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 in, uninvoluntarily... How you say it? Uh, uninvo uninvoluntarily uh, came into agreement with. I broke it. I kicked it out. And that was that. Right? All of these fine sounding arguments the Bible talks about. See, you got to understand, man, that stuff is for the world. But we grew up hearing those fine sounding arguments. Why? Because initially we did grow up in the world. Initially we were part of the world. And thus we received it as what? Truth. But see, it's not truth. Probably what they're saying is factual. It probably is factual. But man, that ain't got nothing to do with me now. That ain't got nothing to do with you now. Come on now. Hallelujah. You are people of God. The Bible says that you have been translated. Come on. It says you've been translated from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. What does that mean? Means you don't work for Satan anymore. Means you're not a part of his kingdom anymore. Means you're not a part of his world anymore. Means you're not under the curse anymore. Good God, don't you get it? Hallelujah. Man, if you don't get this, sisters, if you don't get this, I'm telling you, please, I beg of you, I beg, you have to go to Jesus. Go to the Holy Ghost. Open my eyes. Let me see. I want to see. Show me the lies. It's true. I'm so sorry. Confess your sin. Think about those scriptures. Jesus set you free. He set us free. He became the curse. So how can you be up under the curse? If you look in Deuteronomy 28, you know that you're living up rightly before the Lord. Right? Again, you're not in active sin. You're living up right. You're living an upright life before the Lord. You know, you're working with him consistently. Like your life is like constantly. You're constantly... Uh, uh, you know, working on your heart with the Holy Spirit. He's letting you know, you know, there's things that are coming up. You're praying about it. You're fasting. You're praying. You're reading the Bible. You're meditating. You're worshiping the Lord. You know, if this is if this is you. And we got to be honest with ourselves. If this is you. All right. You, then you are under the spout 
of the Deuteronomy 28 blessings. And again, the way that the Lord set the universe up, there is blessings and there are cursings. If you look around the world, what people have considered the status quo, I started to say this in my last message and I didn't finish it, but I'm gonna finish it this time because this is important, right? Look around the world. Look at the state of the world. Things that people have all types of scientific and political reasons and they write articles, scholastic articles and journals and medical journals and all this, that and the other. <laughs> but mighty funny, I told y'all earlier, I was driving and it occurred to me when I was pensive, I was thinking about the state of the world and it occurred to me, look at Deuteronomy 28. And I looked up, when I got home, I looked up Deuteronomy 28. I looked at the curses and you know what I saw? I saw the state of the world. See, because most people are in rebellion, they're disobedient towards God <clears throat> because they don't want anything to do with God. They want to worship their own gods, false gods. They're walking in the curse. So you have whole nations of people that are operating under the curse. Oh, sure, you do have some people in there that are God's people, but it's not enough to turn the tide of the whole nation. And so you have this nation after nation after nation after nation. And so it seems like what they're telling you in school, it seems like what, they, what you're reading about in the newspaper or you're listening to uh, on the news, it seems like that, that, that is the truth. That, like, these are the reasons that the world is like this. But no, 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 that is a lie. That is another lie from the devil. It's part of the great bamboozle. The reason that the whole world is like this is because the world is in disobedience and sin unto God. And so what has happened is the, the curses from Deuteronomy 28, they are in full effect and they, are, they, they have swept every nation on the planet. That is why. That is why. But on the flip side, there are the blessings. So if you are living upright, I want you to please look at Deuteronomy 28 today. Please, I beg you, I beg, as my sisters and brothers in Africa say, I beg, I beg, right? Look it up. And look at what is promised. Now look at your life. If you look at your life and your life don't look nothing I mean nothing. I mean nothing. Don't look like nothing like that. Your life don't look nothing like that. And it should look exactly like that. Then guess what? You have been bamboozled. You're walking upright. You're no longer under the curse. Christ took the curse off of you. So you automatically walk in blessings. But when you but when Christians sin, we live in a life of sin. Now the curses are able to come in. These things are able to come in. Brother Eli Lasky had a, a great analogy. And what he said was that, look. Now when he said this, I was actually in my house in the dark. Because I fell asleep on the couch. Earlier during, you know, maybe like around 4 o'clock in the afternoon. 5 o'clock in the afternoon. I fell asleep on the couch. When I woke up, it was dark. I was just laying on the couch. And I'm like, let me... Let me let me finish listening to this message by Brother Lasky because I fell asleep listening to it, but I was in the dark. And then he he had this he, he had this analogy and he said, "Listen, 
You know, the dark is always waiting to enter into the room. He said, if I turn off the lights in this room, you know, the dark is just waiting to rush into the room. <clears throat> but as long as the light is there, I don't care how much the darkness wants to come in. It doesn't matter. It cannot come in because the light is a superior power. It, the darkness cannot override the light. It cannot. You know, I jump right up. I start walking through my house to turning all the lights on. Right? I'm turning the lights on, right? We got the light. If you gave your life to Jesus Christ, if you repented and you're walking with the Lord, man, you, you are blessed. It's on you. It is on you. You are blessed. It's with you everywhere you go. You're blessed. But if you don't know any better, if you're, at, if you're walking in active sin, the curses have a right to come into your life. But then when you repent, it's not just enough to repent. And now I understand that. I thought it was enough to repent. And, 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 and you know, I'm praying and walking right. And I'm doing this stuff. But, oh, no, it's not. Why? Because the devil doesn't care about any of that. He's a thief. All of these demons, these fallen angels, this is what they do. They're pure evil. You understand that? They're thieves. The enemy comes not but to kill, steal, and destroy. That's what they do. You think just because you stop sinning and you walk up rightly and now you know you're praying and whatnot, you think that those things are just going to leave? They're not just going to leave. They don't care. They're going to be like, please, we're going to keep sitting right here and stealing his blessings, stealing her blessings because she didn't actively deal with us and kick us out. She didn't active. They did not actively break the covenant that, that they involuntarily came into agreement with by accepting it and tolerating it and saying, yeah, this is just how life is. Live from the pit of hell. Life comes from Jesus. Jesus is life. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. So that's a lie. Life don't have no problems. Life, the world does. Life does not. Life is hard. Lying devil. Life is amazing. Yes, life is Jesus. I said before you, blessings and cursings, life and death. Death is hard. Amen. The curses are hard. Life is not. The blessing is not. Don't be deceived. I'm telling you. I prayed against debt. I broke that covenant that I came into involuntarily. I broke it. I kicked it out. And then I heard clear as day. Oh, well. It was fun while it lasted. They're having, they're making sport of the Christians. These demons, these, these fallen angels and demons. Again, a demon is not a fallen angel. A fallen angel is not a demon. They're not the same thing. But they're all on Satan's army. And all of Satan's army, whoever has been arrayed against you, is making sport of you. They are laughing. They're laughing at the body of Christ because we don't understand. The Bible says my people perish from lack of knowledge. See, lack of knowledge. These things are slowly causing us to perish. 
causing our dreams to perish, causing our hopes to perish, causing our hope, our trust in Christ to perish. But guess what? Right? Once you understand, we are not ignorant of the devil's schemes. Once you understand what is going on, you have to use force and violence. The kingdom has suffered violence, but the violent take it by force. You must take it back. Take it back. You have to take it back. You have to forcibly kick them out. And even if you're a teenager, I want to encourage you, even if you are a teenager, you're a child, you can do it too. You are blessed. You are blessed. You don't have to tolerate with that. You can tell those demons, get out in the name of Jesus and mean it and they will go. They have to go. All right. Don't be deceived any longer. Now, I know it's I know I. I know now I'm gonna come on here. It may be, you know, three or four days from now. I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna give you the, I'm gonna give you the praise report, but it's gonna be for the rest of my life. Praise reports. Why? Because I no longer operate under the curse. I now know better. I understand. I get it. And see, once you get it, you won't accept it any longer. You won't accept the lie any longer. Your life, a Christian's life, It's supposed to look like Deuteronomy 28, the blessings for obedience. Don't make any excuses for it. If your life does not look like that and you're walking uprightly before the Lord, you got to go to war. It's not just enough to fast and pray. You fast and you pray. You you broke certain things in the spirit. Well, that's very good. But if you don't actively take up your sword, you go to war against those things. You break the covenant that you made. By accepting it, by tolerating it, by allowing it to be there, by believing the lie that, oh, this is just life. This is just the way it is. If you don't break it and say it out loud, you you tell it, you say it out loud, you break it and you speak to that spirit. You tell it to get out in the name of Jesus. You're under the blessing and not the curse. Get out and get off my bloodline too. It will go. It will then go. But if you don't do it, Do you understand if you don't do that, you could be walking uprightly for the next five, 10 years, however many years. And those things will just stay there, just laughing, getting a good yuck, yuck at your expense. Why? Because you don't got to tolerate that. You dealing with sickness, you wearing eyeglasses, you're doing this, you got any ailment. I'm telling you, you don't have to deal with that. You don't, I don't, I don't, when I say you don't have to deal with it, I mean, You don't have to accept that in your life. Now, the healing may manifest in a day. It may take, you know, months. I I don't know, but I'm telling you, I know this. I know this. I know this. I ain't telling you this because I read it in some book or somebody preached it in a church. I know this because this was quickened inside of me through the Holy Ghost tonight. And I'm like, I'm telling, I'm telling my family, telling my family. So, yeah, we went a little bit longer tonight. Uh, the message I was heated <clears throat> as well I should be heated why because my family is being deceived and the enemy who lost and is a loser is getting over on the people of God and my brothers and sisters are struggling all over the world 
and don't even need to be struggling at all. At all. You ain't got a crowd to your, you shouldn't be having a crowd to your father. Oh, father, please bless me. Help me pay my rent. Oh, God, I can barely eat food. Oh, God, please help me. Please help me. And those demons are just laughing. Ha, ha, ha. They don't know any better. Ha, ha. But the jig is up now. Okay? Now you know better. Brothers, sisters, to war. Right? Take back what the Lord has given you. Take it back in Jesus' name. Don't allow the devil to steal not one more thing from you. And what's the scripture say? And we closing out on this, as I always say, remember, submit yourself unto God, then resist the devil and he will flee from you. I literally heard it tonight. Sure was fun while it lasted. Get up out of here in Jesus name. All right. That's it. Woo. I'm lit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Ye shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. All right, submit yourself unto God. Then resist the devil and he will flee from you. Until next time, aloha, be blessed.